It's Mike and Mo. No. Mike and Mo show the bar is low. No, no, that doesn't work. You know, it almost sounds a little Larry David like. I expect Larry David to walk around the corner. Well, we have one bald guy in here and we have one Jew in here, so if we combine our powers, <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe so. Summon Larry David. What's up, guys? Welcome to The Bar is Low with Mike and Mo. This is Mike. This is Mo. And we're podcast guys. Partners? Yeah, I guess. Don't look me in the eyes when you say it like that. <laughs> partners? Sweet nothings. Yes, we are We are podcast partners. Um, as uh, Like my hetero life, mate. That's what that is. Oh, Get God. the Kevin Smith thing out of the way early. Lori always makes comments about how yes, she, does. she thinks that we're doing it. Yeah, she thinks or at least we're, dating. we're kind of a couple. Yeah, no. Recording. She told us to take a massage together. She did. Ooh. On the show. No, she says that, Mo, you are my boyfriend because I'm playing video games or talking. No, or we're 12 years old doing hanging this. out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're just chilling. So, um, cool. We've made it another week. So, we have two shows this week, everybody. Dos. One of the shows uh, is this one. And this is everything that you um, have come to expect from the bar is low will nothing. be in this show. Be nothing. nothing yeah. You're gonna you're gonna get some no absolute shit podcasting <laughs> is what you've come to expect, and that's what you're gonna get here. The second show that we are releasing is our uh, baseball show. Baseball. We're both huge baseball fans, and pitchers and catchers report this soon this uh, this week in if a, they haven't already within a week or so, yeah. a week and a half. Yeah, and um, so we're doing an entire baseball show, which is essentially we talk about a bunch of baseball stuff and then we run down our all time lineups, which takes about forty five minutes. So if you're a baseball fan, you're gonna love that show. If you're not, don't listen to that show. If you're not a baseball fan, do not listen to that show. And if you're a baseball fan, you might hate that show. You might hear it and go, "No, not that guy, not that guy." You yeah. might do that to us the whole time, yes. which is okay. And you have opportunity to call in and, and leave us voicemail messages and but the the one thing that we do have is a bet uh we're not going to tell you what that bet is here you actually have to listen to the other show and then uh nice hook. follow directions nice hook exactly follow directions and then you can figure out what the uh what's at stake exactly yeah so yeah i love it love so, it so non-baseball fans go listen to the baseball show um <laughs> but first listen to the rest of this show so uh, it's yeah, don't go now. No, 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 not no, now. No, no, not at all. Um, it's been a fun week. We've actually gone a full week without doing a show, um, and we knew that you guys were all dying for one. So here all, we are. But some, but we, we did. We, we, did we get know a phone that call, both of though. you are dying. We did get a phone call from our our most loyal fan. Our most loyal fan, Liz. Good, good uh, job, Liz. Yeah, we, we can always count when we have nothing to talk about on the show. We can always count on Liz. To, uh, she provides to, a to topic. Yeah, she does provide good topics, actually. Yeah. So, um, so we're gonna listen to this uh, voicemail. All right, why don't you play it? Hey guys, it's Liz, your most loyal listener. Um, yeah, Liz. You guys hey, have Liz. talked Same a couple thing. of times about separate celebrity encounters, and I just wanted to know from each of you because it sounds like you both have met quite a number of people over the years. A few. Who's your yeah, favorite yeah. celebrity encounter? You guys don't have to go negative Ooh. and tell me who's your least favorite, but who is your hmm. favorite celebrity? Um, that you've met or that you've spoken to that you've got a chance to actually, you know, rub elbows with. And I just thought that'd be a fun story. Okay, thanks, guys. Bye. Yeah. Topics out of the blue. That, that Actually, that's a, that's a good topic. I have met, I mean, it's going to sound real cocky to say it. I've met a lot of celebrities, and Mo has met a lot of celebrities. Um, unfortunately, we're not celebrities in our, <laughs> uh, ourselves, but... You know, I don't know. You can know. speak for yourself. Yeah. All right, there. I think some people know me as the greatest celebrity of all time. 
<laughs> oh, Santa Claus. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to put him on my list. He's he's uh, he, he's not near the top of that list. Well, because um, you're Jewish. <laughs> so um, uh, I like that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. I mean, the first one that, that comes to mind. Let's go, let's go back and forth. Go back and bam, forth? bam, bam. Make them quick. So uh, I got to spend a little bit of time with Gilbert Gottfried in a green room. Um, he's the top of your list. What if you... What a chump husband. So let me tell you why. <laughs> because hey, Gilbert Gottfried's hilarious. No, Absolutely funny hilarious. Guy. Funny, funny guy. Funny guy. And um, I was a producer on a Comedy Central show uh, called At Midnight with Chris Hardwick. I remember that show. And I love Chris Hardwick too. He's he's definitely one of the one of the guys on this uh, list. Like but two at I, once, right there. Yeah, but I'm gonna go with Gilbert Gottfried because there's a little bit of a story with it. In that, so I'm I'm hanging out with him, talking after the show. He drops the shtick. It's Gilbert Gottfried, like the actual human. Person. The real voice, yeah, the real voice. Wow, it's rare. Not the uh, not the Yago voice, right? So we were just talking, just you know, just like two normal people. Like I, you know, I think he's a cool, really great guy. He's like, I've never heard of you, but you're back here, so you must be someone. And so we're just talking, and throughout the conversation, like every minute, he turns around and takes a bag of chips. <laughs> Where did he take them to? He doesn't open the bag of chips. He puts them in his backpack. Interesting. Throughout the course of this like 10 to 12 minute conversation, every chip, every single really? snack in Ooh. that green room loaded up went into his backpack. That's crazy. When when he leaves, like it look he has like a satchel. It looks like he's got <laughs> like he is Santa's ready bag. he is ready to go to war. Like he has he 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 could probably like go trek across the Sahara with the number wow. of provisions in his backpack, <laughs> and it's just it's hilarious. And then I find out after this, I start telling the story to other people, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's his mo." Really, he is actually known. Gilbert Gottfried is actually known for taking uh, <laughs> taking all the snacks out of the green room. It's 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 really funny, and I'm sure I'm, I'm sure Good that we him. could. There's probably documentation. Other people have probably talked about it on other shows, or maybe it's online. I don't know, but that was my experience. So it was a great conversation, and I have a little bit of an anecdote to tell about how Gilbert Gottfried takes <laughs> all the snacks. So there you go. Good for him. There you go. So what about you? Maybe he gets hungry on the ride home or something. I don't know. Um, it can't be a, that long of an Uber ride in New York. Never know. Yeah, never know. So. I had a uh, well. This, I'll start with one that's a, the phone conversation, not an in person. Will that work? Yeah, I think that counts. I mean, you talked with him. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, I, I spoke with uh, Hulk Hogan. Ooh, you yeah. used to you used to look like Hulk Hogan. I did. I had a little Hulk. Yeah, the handlebar mustache I going did. on, and I did. Um, not and, really the and hair a shirt that would just rip off randomly. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, no, never mind. He ripped off his shirt. Yours just yeah, unbuttoned them. Un- yeah, you do a belly. good, you do a good Hulk. Let me tell you something, brother. Ooh, I'm a little holster, dude. And what you gonna do, Mean Gene? Oh my. So anyway, do tell. Um, so I was working down in Orlando with the Orlando Predators Arena football team, uh-huh. and we were gonna have him come in. We we had tried to get him to come in for the Arena Bowl, and a mutual friend uh, had his number. So let's just give him a call. Put it in my phone. So I still have that cell phone number, by the way. And no, we're not gonna call it right now. Oh, maybe another day. You read my mind. So what was that sound I just made? I call. <laughs> Continue. Please continue your I story. Don't I, I don't want to forget about that. So actually, yeah. Hulk, uh, it was really funny. He introduced the other guys, took the conversation to start with. He said, I'm going to put you on the phone with, with Billy here, and he's going to talk to you about the arena bowl. And he hands me the phone. And I, uh, no, granted, I'm, I'm a kid growing up in the time of Hulkamania, right? I'm, oh, yeah. 
I, oh, yeah. I had the cassette tape of his workout that you'd play during your workout. Be like, one more rep, brother. You know, it was it was awesome. It was oh. phenomenal. <laughs> wow. Okay. And uh, so anyway, I'm a big Hulkster fan growing up. When I was in college even, I wanted Hulk Hogan size arms. He has the 24-inch pythons, right? Uh, yeah. And I got to I got to 21. Um, I didn't get any bigger than 21 What a arms. loser. I know. <laughs> Just little 21-inch arms. Uh, Pansy ass. <laughs> but that's as big as I can get my arms. Back in the day, so uh, I get Hulk on the phone, and I'm I'm actually a little bit nervous to have this conversation. I would be too. So I get on the phone, and I take the phone, and I try to be real cool. I said, uh, "Hi, Terry." His <laughs> real name. Yeah. I said, "Hi, Terry," and he goes, "I swear to God, the answer was, how's it going, brother?'" Oh. And I went, <laughs> "Oh, I bet." I giggled like a little girl. Oh, I bet. And I, I was like, uh, "It's great to talk to you, man. You know, uh, yeah, big fan. We're talking to you about maybe having you come in for this thing." And he said, yeah, what are, what are you looking at? Uh-huh. I said, well, it's just arena bowl. You come in. You just it, There's no meet and greet. There's no fan time. It's just walk on the field, wave to the crowd, on the cameras. It'll be on CBS, and then you'll walk off. And he said, I don't get off my couch for less than 75000 brother. And I go, um, I only have a $10,000 budget, and oh. uh, and I think you just declared bankruptcy. So <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't dare. I figured he'd punch me through the phone. And uh, I tried to get him to come up. I got him to lower it to fifty grand, but he wouldn't leave Tampa to go to Orlando for less than fifty grand. Wait, but a really cool that's conversation. That's like an hour fifteen drive, maybe two. I four gets a little not crazy. the way I drive. I four, you don't have a choice. There's the shoulder. There's always the shoulder in Florida. Driving in the shoulder is completely. It's called a Florida lane, and you're you're completely <laughs> allowed to. Some of the scariest moments I've ever had driving have been in. Broward County, Florida. So anyway, Hulk was uh, was a cool thing to be able to talk to him and know that I still have his number. I've, I've reached out to him a couple times since, but uh, uh, a lot of the pro wrestlers I, I've had conversations with and know far better than talking to Hulk, but Hulk is one of those that everyone knows. Uh, the yeah. ones that the people don't know, the Kevin Nash, the Tommy Dreamers, uh, yeah. who I'm, I'm big fans of, I actually still know and still talk to on, on occasion. Um, nowhere near as much as I'd like to, including uh, the likes of one of my all-time favorite people, as we're talking about the baseball show, Dale Torborg, who's also a pro wrestler yeah. and works still in Major League Baseball. So, so. when are any of them coming on the show, um, on this show? I, I don't, the bar is pretty low here, so I don't know I if know. this is a place they want to come. The bar is low, but thus far, the call-ins have been pretty high. So here's what I would say. I would say the best bet for us to get that is we need those numbers up. So our fans yeah. who are listening need to share the show and have people listen to the show so we sure. can get those numbers to those guys and say, hey, look, we have a lot of listeners now. Yeah. It's worth you coming on the show. And by our callers being high, that was a throwback to Andy Dick calling in on the last show. Wow, yeah. I think I, he wasn't he wasn't entirely sober, uh, but he, he <laughs> has been uh, engaging with us a little bit on social media. So our sponsor, Goat Boy Soaps, uh, actually <laughs> kept the conversation going with us. Uh, when we posted our last show brought to you by Goat Boy Soap and Andy yeah. Dick replied saying and send me some damn soap and I'm pretty sure Lisa's on it Yeah, I I'm think pretty sure Goat Boy sent some soap out I think Andy needs to uh, wash up a little bit including his mouth uh-huh dirty mouth yeah well talking about this is not going to get him back on the show so should we, should we should we edit that part out or should we don't edit come on yeah we may have to do our first edit job on that part we'll see I don't know I really don't care. Sorry, right, back to you. Uh, yeah. you. You've mentioned a couple of names here, Chris Hardwick and, and Gilbert Gottfried. Who, yeah. who else you want to throw in this conversation? Oh, man. Uh, I mean, one of the coolest guys uh, who I've chatted with, just a really cool uh, 
uh, uh, authentic guy uh, was a NASCAR driver, AJ Allmendinger. Uh, okay. a, a lot of people who don't follow NASCAR actually may not. No, I mean, he doesn't, you know, finish at the top of the championship table and all. Not this a big stuff. name. Not a big um, name. But he uh, he was driving the Scott's toilet paper car, and that, okay. that's a product that I can endorse. I, I guess everyone, so. Um, everyone uses toilet paper exactly. except that one friend of yours who doesn't wipe. We're not gonna name drop him though. I'm not Jose Canseco. I'm not naming names. Don't don't name. Oh, somebody needs to say it right there. Yeah, I didn't do it. But the Dinger, as we got to call him, uh, was real cool. I actually uh, I met him a couple of times. Worked on some videos with him. Uh, he was he was a real cool guy. Actually, th- I learned that a lot of the NASCAR drivers, um, which I've worked with maybe a dozen plus in my in my life, um, a lot of them are just really cool, chill, authentic guys. They're not. I mean, they're worth millions, but they're not like on the same uh, 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 egomaniac plane of existence that a lot of these millionaire ball players are at. Okay. Um, they're just really cool guys. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that many of them are Southern gentlemen, right? And there is something to be said about the Southern gentlemen. Like, the, the, okay. the you, you lived in Mississippi. You, you saw it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's something to be said about, you know, Southern guys. It, they can be worth nothing. They can be worth everything. Uh, they, they, they always kind of uh, kind of remember where they came from. Um, okay. So I don't know if, I, if the answer to Liz's question is NASCAR drivers in general. Um, but most of them were, were really cool. Kyle Busch was a little bit full of himself. Not going to lie. Okay. Not going to lie. But, I mean, when I said action, he was kind of – he was he was cool to work with. But, uh, yeah, the Dinger was really cool. Um, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. was a really cool guy um, who I got to work with uh, a couple of times. Um, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. actually, uh, I made a video. It was a baby food taste test. <laughs> and it was him and Trevor Bain, two NASCAR drivers. All right. And uh, I forget who won. I think Ricky won. Um, he's he's the guy dating Danica Patrick, by the way. Um, a boy. And but he's he is equally uh, he's an amazing driver, um, which is actually his real claim to fame. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, we should we should maybe do something like that on this show. I think that'd be real fun. Baby food taste test. I'm in because the baby foods are just they're, they're just actual foods pureed. I think we should do it's some kind of spill your guts, fill your guts, like uh, like the James Corden does when he puts nasty foods. And you have to either answer the question or eat the food. Okay, I think all right. We so do that. so we have two eating things. I think the baby food taste test will do better for podcast because I mean when James Corden does that and you actually see the bull penis, it's kind of like you know. Someone has to pick up that bull penis and then chomp into it. That's kind of we can take video. The, the visual. <laughs> All right, so you go find the bull penis. I'm not saying bull penis. I'm going to bring the baby food. All right, fair enough. You have a bull penis guy. You know you have a bull I, penis I don't, guy. I don't think I do. Okay, so if we need to find a bull penis, I guarantee you'll be able to find one. So I like that you moved into drivers, <laughs> and uh, I'm going back off this topic. So I'm going to say uh, I met. Um, I met and hung out a little bit with Larry Dixon. I've had him on another podcast. That's cool. Uh, Larry Dixon. Another podcast. Top Fuel. I, I've done other podcasts before I came here. And uh, several, actually. Yeah, well, giddy up and get him here, boy. Well, he was he was an excellent guest, uh, Top Fuel guy. Um, but I think probably the coolest one that I had back then, who didn't do the podcast, who I got to meet and hang out, have dinner with. Actually, had lunch with and then went to a fight with at MSG. Okay. I got to hang out with Freddie Roach. Oh no way! So see, this is your this is one of your top guys. I, I love Pacquiao, love Freddie Roach, yeah. Right, and Pacquiao, one of the greatest trainers. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it, to have Freddie Roach in a conversation talking about boxing, 
was it, it's like that's a sit down shut up and absorb everything oh, he has to say he was so cool to talk to, <laughs> you need to and clean he, yourself there so he, he, was, oh. <laughs> he was he was amazing he was a wonderful interview i bet without yeah. it being an interview we just had lunch and we just chatted about boxing and how great boxing was that's cool um really good guy to hang out with so i just dropped a couple in there i give you larry dixon and freddie roach back at you there you go. Uh, are we just going to go back and forth and talk about our I don't know. For a couple, why meetings? not? Why I mean, not? I already talked about Andy Dick. The bar doesn't get any lower than that, does it? No. No, it doesn't drop any further down than that. I may be able to. Oh, God. And we know who they are? Yeah. All right, go ahead. This is my second celebrity sighting in L.A. Oh, no. It was for work. Oh, no. And my first two celebrity sightings didn't go all that well. So I show up to work to record audio for an animated show. Okay. I show up to work at uh, the CBS Television City to record audio for an animated, uh, a short animated series. Okay. And the star of the animated series is uh, someone who is being a life coach to celebrities. Life coach to the stars was what the, uh, the subtitle was for the show. And this person had no business being a life coach <laughs> in real life uh, or in cartoon form. Okay. The person showed up at 8 a.m. He was blitzed, hammered. Oh. I, don't know, I don't know what the words are. Don't want to hear that. He was drunk. Okay. He was drunk. Um, he wasn't stumbling, though, when he walked in, which I thought he would be. Considering he was wearing six-inch platforms on his shoes. Oh, wow. And was still about three inches shorter than me at the time. Prince? Danny Bonaducci. <laughs> the douche. Wow. The douche. I forgot the bar was low. The like bar Prince would have been low. really cool with super short and wears platform shoes, but... No, 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 no. But if Prince walked in, I'd be like, "Hey, dude, if you're if if you yeah. just left the green room and you you smell like, I don't know, he probably would have been drinking something just delectable. Likely, probably would have smelled great and looked great anyway, even if he was falling yeah. over drunk. Yeah, yeah. No, Danny Bonaducci was probably drinking vodka out of a plastic bottle, like a plastic handle, like Dubra. Wow, which costs like eight dollars a gallon. Yeah. yeah. And is usually only drunk by you know women who can't leave their house because they're on oxygen. Like that's the, that's the t- that, those are the people drinking wow. Dubra. That was a statement right there. I'm not chasing a Dubra sponsorship. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you didn't you didn't like Goodness. that one? You didn't like that one? Goodness, you didn't like that one. So um, well, that's the end of the story. Danny Bonaduce okay. was wasted, and he shows okay. up, and and I mean we st- we try running lines, and the line is like, hey, my name is Danny. And it took like forty takes. Him and Danny. Uh, Danny, we're gonna have to take that again. <laughs> hey, Danny. No. Come on, get happy. Danny. Come on, Danny. Try it again. Danny. Danny. Whole lot of loving is what Danny we'll be bringing. Danny, like Danny Partridge and Danny Bonaducci are just like they're the opposite of one another. A little antithesis. Yeah, that's just that's just life, right there. Yeah, maybe it that's is. just life. So I'm gonna throw it to uh, somebody who I expected to be drunk just because of some of his roles who I met on the set of a movie that I'm an extra in uh-huh. that I've never seen. Somebody who was in uh, Natural Born Killers and Point Break. He was in uh, Wyatt Earp. Um, and one of my all-time favorite movies he was in. He was in Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. 
Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. If you've never seen it, you need to see that movie Who right this, now. Pu- push pause. Tom Sizemore. I'm not pressing pause. <laughs> we don't push pause. We don't push edit pause. the show. No, no. Tom I'm Sizemore, though. Everyone here who's never seen Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man needs to see that movie. Needs it's to great. finish this show and then. No. No, go buy it right now. Mm. So I guess we still got the number. (laughs) We still got the listen. (laughs) So Tom Sizemore, uh, he was on this movie, and actually while he was between takes, kind of sought me out, came over, sat down, and just started BSing for about 15 minutes. Neat. We had nothing to talk about, and you know, like you just talk about how you doing, man. What do you do? And we just uh, started chatting. It has nothing to do with like autographs or celebrity. It was just a couple of people just sitting there chatting. There you go. So he was he was a really cool guy to, to kind of hang out with. And again, I've never seen the movie or the one scene that I'm in, uh, but I had a red beard at that time. Yeah, I remember the red the beard. The red beard. That was that's, a good time. That's when I shot that. Speaking of, of beards, and this is just the... I, we can't keep talking about celebrities the whole time. Maybe we can. I don't we know. can, but... Uh, I don't know it was a great, a great, late, great bearded man who I met. Okay. Kimbo Slice. Oh, Kimbo. Complimented my shoes. <laughs> he liked my shoes. I, I pride myself. I wear decent shoes every now and again. But he liked your shoes. He like I had. Did some, you offer them to him? They had some nice Jordans. Well, they wouldn't fit him. Yeah, they he, wouldn't. He they wouldn't fit him. Big man. But he was like, "Let me see that shoe," and I gave it to him. <laughs> and he was like, "This is a cool shoe." And then, uh, yeah. Then, then, then he went to. He was supposed to then follow that up with beating the shit out of Ken Shamrock, and then that fight didn't happen. Uh, then the fight did happen, and, and I was there. I was in St. Louis for that fight. Won. He still won. The though. company I was working for sponsored Ken Shamrock for that fight. I drove I to St. Louis yeah. to watch that fight and to watch Ken lose that fight. But which that one was that that one back in. He t- should have won if you watch a replay of that. Oh, uh, the tap out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ken had that. He kind of tapped out, but he then I kind of bet on Kimbo, so I didn't care. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, he. Uh, I guess Shamrock. I think he he did something like he 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 broke his nose or something while training for that fight. And this was the Elite XC back in the day, if you remember Elite XC. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then that was then Kimbo had to fight some guy Sean something or other with purple hair, and then Sean won. Uh, having not trained to fight Kimbo, he's just right. like I'm just gonna step in and fight, and he won, beat wow. Kimbo, and um and yeah, Elite XC was around for a good like <laughs> I don't know six months, and and then Kimbo lost, and that was that. Sorry. So a lot of our people tend to be in the realm of of uh, sports, uh, sports comedy. celebrity, sports or comedy. Yeah, yeah. and uh, last one I'll give you, and we'll move on from this. Uh, I hung out with the Worm. I hung out with Dennis Rodman. I sat next to him on an airplane um, in coach. Did you give him a hard time or did you shut your mouth? No, I was like, I'm sitting next to Dennis Rodman. He's a big dude. He's huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's a full six nine. He, uh, I hung out with him for hours and uh, shared conversation and he's, he's far smarter than he puts it off to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he retains a lot of information and uh, uh, I actually also uh, had one of his cigars. His one of his staff is gave it called it to the me. worm. No, no, he stopped somewhere and bought cigars on our way to a club. Oh, I thought you meant like he had a brand of cigars. <laughs> no, no, we he, could he, totally do that commercial. <laughs> Smoke the worm. Let's not do that commercial. That's a bad <laughs> idea. So he stopped on the way to the club and bought a bunch of. He bought twelve cigars on his way to the club one night. Okay, stopped into the club. I told this guy, I'm like, oh, I'd love to get a cigar. He's here. I have one of Dennis's. He won't. He won't mind. I was like, oh, really? You sure? He's like, no, he won't mind at all. He hands me a cigar. Yeah. I light the cigar, smoke the cigar, go over, talk to Dennis. And he's talking to me for a couple minutes before he goes, is that one of my cigars? <laughs> and I go, yeah, yeah, your yeah. guy gave it to me. He goes, he's not supposed to give away my cigars. Oh, no. And I was like, I'm sorry. Uh, 
But do thank you, you. Do you want it back? But thank you. I already. I mean, it's already you know smoked down a little ways. And he that was like, wouldn't stop Dennis Rodman from asking for roll. it back. Yeah, a little <laughs> eye roll I got from him, but he was cool after that. But he smoked all those cigars in one night, and he didn't puff on them. He smoked twelve cigars or eleven cigars in one night. Sucked them all down. Yeah. And you got the the twelfth. I had the twelfth. Wow. How crazy is that? That he smoked eleven cigars. How how. I mean, Dennis Rodman's tongue has just got to be like the worst. Like that, that tongue deserves an apology <laughs> or applause. One or the other. One of the. I mean, it's if it's still if it's still kicking, if it's still licking, then uh, this is going yeah. a hole. This is the bar is dropping. So yeah. anyway, he was. Uh, I had a great conversation with him about sports, about winning, about championships, about basketball, about football. Great conversation, and and was a good guy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so Liz, we've had uh, a bunch of celebrities we've spoken with and met and talked to and hung out with, and uh, let's hope it's not over. Let's hope there's more who are on their way. Yeah. And uh, more that we can work with going forward. I have a question for you, Mo. Shoot. What is the best flavor of Girl Scout cookie, and why is it the Thin Mint? It's not the Thin Mint. Oh. No. I beg to differ, but now we're no, going to debate it out. Oh, Samoas all day. You're a Samoa guy? Samoas That's all the day. coconut? Coconut Give me chocolate? coconut and caramel? Oh, my God. Yeah? It's amazing. Yes. You go to the Samoa. Samoa. What about Hands the- down. Drop the mic. Done. No discussion. See, I like the Thin Mint. I like the Thin Mint I in like the freezer. I like the Thin Mint. See, a lot of people say that. They go, you have to freeze the I cookie. Like, I like them frozen, yeah. I like it. I like it raw. Okay. I mean... <laughs> I don't. I don't need to freeze. <laughs> I don't need to freeze the cookie to enjoy it. Oh my gosh! Did you hear that? <laughs> Rumor has it. Let's move forward. Yeah. So no. I but I like I like a thin mint just straight out of the box. Maybe dunk it in some milk. It's good to go. I I'm also a tag along fan. Tag alongs are okay. I, okay. I love I love peanut butter. I do too. Love me some peanut. I butter. don't think they're the best kind of peanut butter cookie. I'm I'm a little disappointed. They're almost really? like they're, it's almost like the peanut butter is a processed weird peanut butter. I don't like it as much. But Samoas are hands down number one. Um, I don't disagree with the lemon drop. The lemon drop. Yeah, they have a lemon drop. Didn't they rename that to Savannah Smiles? Is it Savannah Smiles? I think okay, that's yeah, the Savannah Smiles. Enough, yeah. yeah, the lemon powdered I, I, sugar. I do like a Wonderful. Savannah Smiles. But you I can't eat like a whole Savannah box Smiles. of those. That's just too rich. You no, those are it. that. That's like that's a good tea cookie. That's I, a good tea cookie. I You're guess. having some tea. You have your Savannah Smiles. That's so classy it. of you. Yeah. Um, thin mint. Thin mint is good with milk. Yes. Right? The tagalong. Yes, tagalong, uh, I think, would be good with milk. Perhaps coffee. Why are we talking so much about Girl Scout cookies? We did this last show, too. Because they just started to ship. <laughs> well, you know. And just, and, but, but we never discuss what the favorite one. And everybody has a very strong opinion on this. Some do. Yeah. Right? yeah. I can't There's stand a lot that I like. dosi are not my thing. I like dosi I do. I am not the dosi guy. So here's the difference. You're going to be shocked at this. This is the first year I've done this. Um, I ordered Girl Scout cookies. I'm not asking for any of them. I'm asking them all to be shipped. To, to uh, your Hartford office? <laughs> no, to <laughs> to those serving uh, in the military to get. Oh, free that's cookies. cool. I have none myself this year. How do you I've, sign up for that? Uh, your Girl Scout troop can do that. When you go to buy your cookies, you can tell them you want them shipped off, and they will ship them to uh, the military. See, they just looked at me, and they were just like, "No, this guy wants his cookies." I got that too. I got the same thing, and and the response is, "I'm not eating them right now." See, I wasn't. I was not given that option. Had yeah. I known that was an option, because I have like literally, I have like eighty dollars worth of girls cookies <laughs> coming to me. Now I'll ship them to some. A, uh, if someone has an APO number that yeah, they want, that's want. awesome. So, yeah, so, so tweet. 
tweet, uh, call in something. Social media. If anybody has someone serving overseas, they want to send Girl Scout cookies to. I'll send one of my boxes uh, to them. Uh, care of you. Tweet, tweet. There you go. All right, cool. Yeah, um, but I don't know. I, I they're about to ship. I I thought that it was uh, very important that we find out. You can tell. You know how Forrest Gump says that he, you can tell a lot of about a person from their shoes. Yes, I, I think you can tell a lot about a person from the type of Girl Scout cookie. Really? So what have you learned about me? I've learned that you like coconut. I love I anything coconut. You put on like I, I have. Uh, I cook with coconut oil. Well, that um, coconut oil is very high saturated fat. It's, it's the next fat it's just too? like butter. Yeah, but it's just like a butter. I don't cook with a lot of it anyway. Yeah, I cook with a lot of natural flavors. So a lot, a lot of people use coconut oil as like a oh I'm using coconut oil. It's healthier, it's but healthy it's actually not. No, it's, it's actually it's not. It's still now coconut oil on the skin <sighs> is outstanding. Oh, I do it. After, you know, I shave my head. I do it after I shave my head. I rub coconut oil on my head. Yeah, do you? Yeah, that explains the sheen. It does. I thought that was just lack of hygiene, <laughs> but you know. Yeah. yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, there you hey, go. Hey, while we're talking about being clean, uh-huh. let's just jump into this about Goat Boy soap. Oh, yeah. So GoatBoy.us, GoatBoy Soap since 2001, brings you some of the best soaps you'll ever find anywhere around. Uh, For those with sensitive skin, try the unscented stuff. But you know what? This is just great soap, and both of us use this soap on a regular basis. Not together, but we use this soap. I have uh, blackberry sage in my shower right now. Red clover tea. It's a good one. Yeah, I know you like the red clover tea. Love red clover tea. I recently had the uh, vanilla, which is one of their newer scents, which was really good, but uh, I, I don't discriminate i basically i have a bag of goat boy soaps and i reach in and whichever one comes out and the blackberry sage is is what's in the rotation right now and i'll tell you my skin is smooth and i smell great and uh uh i mean uh, throw out all your coconut oil everything we just said about coconut oil forget it just buy goat boy soap instead natural ingredients goat's milk uh saponified oils that we talked about last week uh the essential oils and the natural fragrances that are all there so many different ones to pick and choose from i also have a uh, oatmeal one in my kitchen I keep because that's the oatmeal is in there and it's got a gritty texture to it when you wash your hands. There you go. In the kitchen. So you uh, get yourself some Goat Boy soap. There is no better soap anywhere on the planet. I promise you that. And if you disagree, then uh, you probably don't agree with us in general on anything we talk about anyway. So it probably isn't the show for you. <laughs> so Goat Boy soap. Go to GoatBoy.us. Handcrafted soap since 2001 based right here in the New Milford, Connecticut. Goat Boy soaps. Give them a shout. Go by their website. Go do what you have to do to get a hold of Goat Boy soap and say, hey, I want to get me some soap. I want to get a lot of soap. I want to put soap in every room in my home that has a sink so that every time I go near water I use Goat Boy Soap, wash my hands, wash my face, wash my everything. It's going to work. for every orifice. It'll even, it'll even clean up Andy Dick. So the number 860-350-0676 860-350-0676 GoatBoy.us <laughs> It'll even clean up Andy Dick. That's the selling point. That's that's the best selling point. I thought you were going to say there before, it sounded like you were about to give a money back guarantee. Like, try it and if you don't like it, I'll buy, I'll buy it for you. You know what? If you want us to, we can do that as a show collectively. Okay, well, after after you come through with your Dunkin' Donuts card that you owe me. I don't owe you one. Yeah, you you yeah, made that yeah, all up. No, That's, Mich- no. Michelle said to give me, and then I went double or nothing. And then Michelle said she wanted to give it to me. We'll play back the tape. No, no, no. That you was, said, that was a you different Michelle. Bogus that questions. was a different Michelle. No, no, no. I had the Mary-Kate Michelle, and you had the Ashley Olsen Michelle. Uh, I'm okay with that. You see, no, you're not okay with that because <laughs> a, you don't know which one's which, and b, you don't either. That's like the Andy Dick of my generation. Uh, okay. 
they kind of got. Andy Dick's not part of any generation. No, of course. Andy he is. Dick is multi generational and multi show. Uh, there's no reason Andy Dick should have made it into three consecutive shows, <laughs> but damn you, Andy, for doing so. <laughs> My goodness. Curses Andy Dick. My goodness. My goodness. All right, so uh, moving on. What did, else do we have to talk about? Did you uh, did you catch any AAF football? I did not yet. Oh man, I watched uh, yesterday night. I watched the AAF. I saw the Ashton Kutcher was talking about it quite a bit. He's all excited about it. Yeah, uh, he might be more. I, he probably has investment in it or something. I'm sure know. he does. Um, it's it was pretty uh, it was pretty interesting because you're a football purist, and there are some things that they've done that I don't know if you would like. There's there's no kickoff. Right. Right. Uh, as a Bears fan, I'm sure you like this. They got rid of the extra point. <laughs> wow, that's a little painful. Stuff. Well, I mean, the Bears got rid of the extra point too still, this season. Still a little painful. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, the, the forcing for to go for two—that's really cool. Yeah, it's a different I game. Like that's that. all. And it's this is my, my favorite part. Uh, they basically swallowed the flags, and those ticky tech NFL fouls yeah. don't exist. Well, it was like watching a game from the '80s, minus the great. talent. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Trent Richardson was there. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. I mean, there's some guys that uh, that didn't have great NFL careers that Look, are there man, now. I wish him the best. I hope it goes really well. Um, I don't it, know if I'll be jumping on board to to follow. Um, it's but just I do cool know seeing football in the spring, man. Well, of spring course, ball you is know, great. you know, I'm a big fan of the arena, uh, the old arena football league, yeah. and uh, and everything it represented. And I also got to meet uh, some amazing people through there, including uh, Ron Jaworski. And uh, what are you kissing up for? You may kiss. I did meet Kiss. Yeah. I did meet I'm Kiss. I'm not kissing up to anyone. <laughs> um, I can tell you, you know what the, the weirdest part was? That same time that I got to meet Kiss, Do tell. I also got to know uh, a true hero. So for you, as a Patriot fan, who's an iconic player that's not a, a Tom Brady, just someone who's around for years that you really liked yourself personally, that's still an iconic player, not but not just as the number one on the top of the list? Kevin Falk. All right, so Kevin Falk. I didn't even example. have to think about that. Great example. Yeah. So. For for me in Chicago, uh-huh. uh, as a Bears fan, of course, everyone loves Walter Payton, and I do as well. And How the can Dick you Buckus and the Brian Urlachers. How can you not? There's a man I got to meet uh, through arena football was Doug Plank. And if, if you... <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> it's just awful. <laughs> there is such a stink in this room. Oh, jeez. Oh, that stink is brought to you by White Castle. <laughs> <laughs> Do me a favor. I'm going to hand you this right here. This is a bar of Go Poi Soap. Yeah. Please. please go use that. I'll need to eat it. <laughs> Got to clean me from oh the inside. <laughs> so, uh, so the wonderful part of, of arena football, I get to meet a man named Doug Plank, who is a true uh, icon okay. in the yeah. city of Chicago. Okay. Do you know who Doug Plank I is? I don't, know. Do so, you tell? Uh, do you know, I'm sure you know this, the, the Great Bears defense of 1985? I hear that they can dance. Do you know the name of that defense in Super Chicago? Super Bowl Shuffle? Not not the dance, you moron. <laughs> so, the defense that changed all of football, the Bears, 4-6 defense that Buddy Ryan created. Oh, the 4-6. Okay, I know what the 4-6 is, yeah. Okay, so the 4-6 defense, and Buddy Ryan used to name a lot of his defensive strategies based on the key player within that and based on their number. Oh, Doug okay. Plank was number forty-six. Ah, okay. So when you go to Chicago, I always wondered about that because yeah. four-four and four-three, right. three-four. Those are yeah, yeah. It's based on his number. So when you go to Chicago now and you look on the sideline, there's a guy in a bear suit yeah. running around on the field wearing a jersey that says forty-six. Forty-six. Plank. I've seen it. it says Plank on his back. Uh huh. That's Doug Plank. 
Oh. And Doug Plank was was a coach of Orlando. I he's inside the bear. With him. No. Oh, he's Doug, not. Doug does a lot of uh, play by play. He does he a lot of college the, uh, football play by play and stuff. He's outstanding. If he, he was the amazing. actual mascot, though, that'd be great. <laughs> what are you doing on Sunday, Doug? Well, well, well got the jersey. Got to go be the bear <laughs> over here. But Doug Plank uh, taught me a tremendous amount about arena football, which was amazing to be. And by the way, I mentioned Ashton Kutcher, which I really appreciate the fact that his new show, The Ranch, that's been on Netflix now for a little bit. Sure. He wears all arena football league uh, t-shirts and that's great. stuff all the time. That's so great. So he gives a throwback to the old AFL, which I, I have a lot of love for in my heart. That's great. So I don't know why I went there, but we're talking about uh, arena football. Well, we're talking about non-NFL football. Right. Non-NFL right. professional so I, football I love, that starts with an A. I love seeing football out there and, and more and more uh, – uh, guys getting involved and guys getting their opportunity to play. You gonna watch it though? I'll watch some. I'll yeah. certainly watch some. I probably know a couple of players that are out there. Ooh. So I'll look for them. Yeah, Ooh. of course. You missed your tryout. I missed my window. Yeah, I'm I'm just too old and broken down now. But back in my day, I could pick up the quarterback by his leather helmet, throw him down. You know what's great? That what's while, great? While we were doing that Goat Boy Soap segment, I checked my yeah. phone, and they actually were tweeting uh, with us. Oh, really? Yeah. He, uh, uh, I guess they, they shipped their... God, I hate... Uh, it's coming back to this again. Don't hate. Nah, they shipped their box to Andy Dick. Came back to Andy Dick again. Well, good for him. The whole show Let's is hope he gets clean. full circle. Let's hope he Let's gets clean. Let's hope he gets clean. Let's hope it helps him out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he uses it in the same way that you use it. Do, 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 they, do they have a scent called Clinic? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Let's, let's let's look for that. No, I don't think so. No, Lisa, get on that. <laughs> what? What? Okay. What if if clinic were a flate were a scent? Like what scent would it be? Clean linens, iodine, and clean linens, iodine and mop bucket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 not. I'm that not would be sure. the the cover of the picture would have to be uh, a yellow. Yellowed, mustardy, yellow mop bucket with strained peas inside and a mop. This is why we don't work for Yankee Candle. Yeah, it's a <laughs> bad thing for us. But you know what? Goat Boy loves us, and we love them back. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, they're 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 fantastic over there. I don't know. I, I don't know. This show kind of went off the rails a little bit today. Way off the rails. Yeah. Way off the rails. After hey. after the after the the commercial, we just fell off. Yeah, I don't know. We need we need someone to come and resuscitate us. Something like that. Speaking of resuscitation. There's a DNR on the door of the show, just so you know. <laughs> Shit. Shit. I was going to say, did you see, uh, see that, article, that article the other week about the, uh, the, other week? the fan of The Office? No? no. So there was a, there's a guy uh, who knew nothing about CPR, but he watched The Office. I did see that. And he did CPR based on what he learned in that episode of The Office. Right? Ah, 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 staying alive, staying alive. Pump, pump, thrust, thrust. No, the best is when she first says it, and he okay. goes, First I was afraid, I was petrified. <laughs> like, no, no, no. The, the one thing, I mean, I'm glad that that person uh, survived because of the office. Yeah. I'm also yeah. glad that he stopped at the CPR compressions and didn't go into cutting off the face like <laughs> Dwight did. Because <laughs> that just would have been weird. Brilliant. So you're alive now, but... Why did you cut the face off? Why did you cut the face off? <laughs> That's got to be one of my top moments of that show. Oh, it's great. Like, come on. that Just that one scene. So, you know what's this week? What's coming up? Uh, Wednesday. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Val- Day. Wednesday is coming up, though. Uh, yeah, Valentine's Day is coming up. Yeah. Do you, do you like when people say Valentine's? No. Oh, my you? God. My biggest pet peeve like that when people uh, is when they say yeah. Chipotle. Oh, yeah. It's Chipotle. Yeah. 
It's it's. I like some Chipotle. Not Chipotle. I hate Chipotle. <laughs> I hate it when people say Wimbledon. I hate library. About library. That's yeah. that's. Oh uh, my god. It's like people. Or or when they learn, go to learn or, to you read. Know that, that big uh, big box store that's a lot like uh, you can go and you can buy a giant twenty pound bag of flour. You know Costco's. Oh Costco's. It's yeah. not plural. There's only one. Yeah. Costco. Yeah. Or um, Alzheimer's. Oh yeah. I was talking to someone the other yeah. day. It was Alzheimer's. Yeah. No. So yeah, anyway, about Valentine. <laughs> Valentine's Day. That, that, yeah. So what's yeah. Yeah, what's what's going on with that? For me, it's I call it Black Thursday. I'm a single guy. There's uh, nothing for me to do on Valentine. What are you doing for Valentine's Day? Oh, you can take out Rosie Palm for a nice night. Oh, that's sweetie. Actually, yeah. believe it or not, I have I have plans that night. Do you? You're gonna be amazed where I where I'm going. Oh, okay. Um, I was invited to a party for Valentine's Day. Uh huh. With no plus ones allowed. Ooh. Legislators only at the governor's mansion. Stag Something, party? But you're only allowed to go stag. You can't bring yeah. a date. No one's allowed to bring anyone. That's kind of, well, okay. It's awkward to do for legislators who spend so much of their time with their spouse, but I said, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I and, uh, as well. Hey, I, I'll do whatever I have to do. To get this town a train, I'll do whatever I have to do. <laughs> I will go spend Valentine's Day with our new governor. Yeah, I don't do the uh, the flowers and chocolate thing. Um, no? No. Well, no, I actually, I, 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 th- I was in the mood a couple weeks ago and just bought Lori. It's a, a Hallmark holiday, some, so some yeah. Roses. I bought her some roses because I felt like buying her some roses on some random, I don't know, Friday or something. Out of boy. Last week. Out of boy. Uh, yeah, and it's you know, okay, it's great. Yeah, one day for Valentine's, but it's like, okay, whatever. The roses are marked down, the chocolates marked down, or and, marked up in some places. Yeah, but it's like whatever. I love you year round, so whatever. So I'm, we're gonna go home. Hallmark put, holiday. Put our kids to bed. I'm probably going to cook a nice dinner, maybe some lamb chops or some duck, whatever she feels like. Nice. So something you know, a little bit on the romantic side. Um, we'll probably have some wine and most likely watch, uh, I don't know, like a, a, another Ted Bundy documentary on Netflix. And that's like, romantic. I love you. Like that's, that's what our Valentine's Day is probably going to be. Romantic. I, we don't subscribe to the Hallmark holidays like that. How many more are there? Um, I mean, I don't know. I guess most holidays have become Hallmark holidays in some sense. I mean, well, sure. You know, like uh, kind of same thing. Uh, uh, Mother's Day to a lesser extent because obviously mother deserves a day. But it's like you know when you celebrate your birthday and you send your mother some roses. Right. That's Mother's Day as well. Yeah. Every day is Agreed. Mother's Day. Every right? day should be Mother's Day. Exactly. So you know that's another one that's somewhat of a Hallmarky type holiday. I think they've Hallmarkified. I mean, uh, I don't know if you if you want to throw Christmas into it, but there are aspects of it that are. Completely Completely well, hallmark retail. It's on retail, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Most holidays are are, are basically getting to that point. Um, you know, luckily Columbus Day never will be. Excuse me, Indigenous Peoples Day wow. will, uh, will will never be <laughs> wow. that. It's like, yeah, I don't think you can hallmarkify that one. You cannot hallmarkify MLK Day. It's tough. Yeah. You cannot. Hall- I mean, the day that they start to hallmarkify President's Day. Well, we you know they basically do. Every car goes on sale for President's Day weekend, and yeah, we have Lincoln's birthday coming up too, and Washington's birthday coming up. Yeah, uh, very quickly. So yeah, those are important uh, days. Shout outs to those guys. Yeah, for whatever they did. Shout out, yo, holla. Hala. Yeah, uh, I don't know. But yeah, Valentine's Day, I've, I've never really subscribed to, to too much of the Hallmark. I mean, we'll do something a little bit special, but, you know, every day is special. Mm-hmm, it's a little special. Every, every day is special. <laughs> <laughs> do not ever, ever look in my eyes. Like You're you turning this, this, this red. Oh, my goodness. Look at you. You are turning as red as the curtains. You're no, gonna do it again. You you were about to just do it again. You were yeah, totally. We're I'm gonna all do done it with again. it. Yeah. Oh. 
Where is this gone? Where is this show I don't know. gone? I don't know. Let's um I, I think I think it's I think it's about that time. Uh so Mo, why don't you give me uh your etiquette tip for the week? Yeah, I think this is fairly important since we're talking about Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. Um I think it's important that not everyone has someone to go home to for for Valentine's Day. Uh huh. So don't exclude them in conversations, make them feel awkward. Mm-hmm. Don't necessarily make a big thing about it, but you know, just regular people on a regular day, man. Yeah. Remember in the office, they like they were like, no, no one gets flowers. Don't put them on the counter. Don't. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Hey, good for you. You have Valentine's Day. Cool. Yeah. Don't uh, don't make other people feel feel down or sad or bad about it because quite frankly, it's it's strictly a Hallmark holiday. I dig that. Most people don't really love it, so yeah. include those people. And and you know what? Remember when we were kids. Everybody gave a Valentine to everybody. They still do. That's still yeah. a thing at my school right now. It's it's yeah. what they should. Or my kids' school. You know yeah. what? Like, be kind, be nice, be wonderful to everybody. Share something nice, and you know what? Never hurts to give a pay it forward type thing. So maybe Valentine's Day, you buy somebody a coffee at Dunkin' Drive Through, get the car behind you, that kind of thing. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Just be nice, be kind, be lovable. I think be we, lovable. we, we be lovable. That, be yeah, lovable. Something. Be lovable. We learned that from that episode of The Simpsons, right? When Ralph Wiggum got no Valentines, and then Lisa <laughs> came over and gave her the choo choo choose me one. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's the same story there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, don't know. I think my etiquette. Um, I've, I've been working in New York City this week. A lot of walking on the sidewalks. A lot of people are walking with their heads down on their freaking phones. Yeah. They're going to cross the street into yeah. traffic. They're going to bump into people. Scary I saw stuff. Somebody, I saw somebody with a baby carriage have to veer out of the way of someone who was inconsiderate looking down at their phone while on the sidewalk. Now, I use my phone a lot. When I'm walking down a New York City street, it's time to pay attention. So, Very true. New York City or not New York City, when you are a pedestrian, get off your phone. It's a safety hazard. Well said. And it is not polite. It's not polite to walk and text. Sorry, I didn't hear what you said. I was on my phone. Hey, want more? Who doesn't? Follow us at The Bar Is Low, bro, on Twitter. Find us at The Bar Is Low on Facebook's. And uh, give us a call, 631-7-MIKE-MO, 631-7-M-Y-K-E-M-O. Talk to you next time.